0: Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all
1: sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the
0: hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverages in 2017-2018, Rally and Eagles varsity football team. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, coming to you here for the big, 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 big time game. Yes, in case I didn't tell you, this is a big game here as your Ralad Eagles are taking on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets live from Cotton Bowl Stadium at Fair Park. This is the pregame show of the Rowland Eagles taking on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. And, of course, the pregame show being brought to you by... Wesson General Contractors for all your general contracting needs whether it be roofing, gutter, siding or water damage make sure you come in contact with Butch Wesson at 214-200-5588 we thank him for his sponsorship of the pregame show and as I said in case I didn't say it this is a big game why is this a big game? I guess is the big question why Sonny is this a big game? there's a couple of reasons why number one the Raleigh Eagles, unfortunately, did not get off to the kind of start that they wanted to get started off with in the season as they took on the Louisville Fighting Farmers over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium last Friday as the Eagles took a loss 24-10 to um, in a game where um, as soon as I bring on uh, Bill Cerna toward the end of the program, we're going to take a look at all the things that happened in that game. We're also going to pre View the Rockwall Yellow Jackets game with the Eagle Eye himself, Bill Cerna, here on the Couch Potato Sports show. So lots of things for this big, 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 big time game. So number one's a big game because the uh, the year did not start off the way the Eagles wanted it to start off with. They would love to see a win in that game. That having been said, the other reason why. When you start 0-1, you want to get to 1-1. You you want to get to 500 immediately. And the task at hand for the Rowlett Eagles doesn't get easier in reality. And as the rest of this preseason games, these out-of-district games, they don't get easier as the season goes on as well. In fact, they get tougher if you kind of look at where all of the things end up as they took on Louisville, then they got Rockwell, then they got Plano uh, over at John Clark Stadium in Plano, Texas, and then also they have a game at, against Fossil Ridge over Homer B. Johnson Stadium on September 21st before they get into district games at uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium on September 29th against the uh, North Garland. So the importance of these out-of-district games is twofold. Number one, getting ready for your district games. And that's what the Raleigh Eagles have got to concentrate on. They've got to get better before they get to that North Garland game on the 29th of September. That's number one. Number two, this game is being played in quite possibly one of the Biggest storied stadiums in the state of Texas, and we can talk about Jerry World, the new, uh, the new Cowboys Stadium. We can talk about Old Cowboys Stadium, that's not even in existence, over in Irving. Uh, we can talk about all the stadiums across the country, but really, when you think about it, Cotton Bowl Stadium has got this storied kind of college atmosphere. I mean the red rivalry, uh, Red River rivalry played here. Um, the Dallas Cowboys played in the stadium when they first started. Um, so the history of this stadium alone makes it a big game. I mean, you get the college atmosphere of what could happen here you know, as far as fandomonium and things of that sort. The good thing about this game, at least for the Rowlett Eagles, I'm going to say this for the Rowlett Eagles, not necessarily for the game the Lakeview Centennial Patriots play today at 5 o'clock. Okay? That game is at Cotton Bowl Stadium as well. But the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, their game kicks off at 5 o'clock, and they're taking on North Mesquite. So the game is a little bit earlier, so we will see the crowd funnel in as they go. So they, you know people getting off work to get to that game, a lot of people... You know, at least as far as family and everything else, people probably got to get off work a little early to catch that Lakeview Centennial Patriots against the North Mesquite Stallions. Uh, So, you know, so we'll see the crowd taper in. But by the time the Rowlett Eagles kick off in this game, that's going to be great for them because it's a late kickoff. 830 in the evening. So the Eagles get the opportunity to get all their fans and maybe even the remainder of some of the fans from North Mesquite and the Lakeview Centennial Patriots game. So uh, maybe the fans will hang around for this one because let, let's be honest, when Sonny Clark looked at the schedule, okay, there's two games he looks for, and this is one of them. Uh, the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, I feel, is the better rivalry game, although it's not the quote-unquote official rivalry, that of course comes with the Saxe Mustangs, but the the over-the-bridge rivalry with the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, uh, before the last two seasons, or actually before last season, Rockwall Yellow Jackets really had a control on that rivalry. The Rowlett Eagles coming up short the three years before that, as the coverage here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, um, we covered all of those games the three before they got the win last year right here at Cotton Bowl Stadium. So that having been said, as we move forward into this year's game, at Cotton Bowl Stadium, a little bit different atmosphere as the Eagles were 1-0 at the time. Uh, they were a team that was up and coming to eight. They seemed to have the chemistry going on. When you looked at Rowlett last week, there were a lot of things that the Eagles needed to improve on um, in order to even get that win. Like I said, if you go back and you take away two plays... The Eagles are in this game, but they did not win the game by all means, you know, by a determining factor. I mean, like taking the dagger and putting it in the heart. No, this was a game that was back and forth. And the Eagles still had a shot at this game with like seven minutes left to go into the fourth quarter. They had an opportunity with turnovers from... The other side, that being the Louisville Fighting Farmers, and they were unable to capitalize on those turnovers. So a lot of things that the Eagles have to look at this year. They have to look at where they are going to be mentally getting set for this game. And say whatever you want about it. It may not be the quote-unquote official uh, rivalry of the uh, season, But it's still a rivalry, and not only that, add up on the fact that it is in Cotton Bowl Stadium and the big, big big-time feeling of this game as it is over... You know, like I said earlier, in a storied stadium, not just in the state of Texas, but all over the country, Cotton Bowl Stadium is one of those stadiums that bring a lot out. Obviously, the Cotton Bowl, obviously the Red River rivalry, the Dallas Cowboys and um, lots of other teams that played here on a regular basis. So, you know, they get the feel of a big time stadium and a big time atmosphere. So that's always a good thing. I, and also, this game uh, compared to last year, last year's game was on a Saturday during the day and it was hot as all get out. This time, the Eagles get this game at nighttime where it will be nice and cool and it will be an awesome, I'm going to tell you right now, I already know it's going to be an awesome experience. For this game as the Rowlett Eagles take on the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to get to our official sponsor of the pregame show. That's being Butch Weston of Weston General Contractors. Again, for all your general contracting needs, whether it is roofing, gutters, siding, water damage, or anything that you want to make sure the job is done correctly, or you need some help, with insurance issues and things of that sort. Come in contact with Butch Weston of Weston General Contractors, and he can give you a hand. Give him a call at 214-200-5588. We'll take that quick break when we come back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. Hunter Tree Service and Stump Grinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer landscaping services, planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree health. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let them know you heard it on the Raleigh Eagles radio broadcast. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. Make sure you get on over to our website so you can hear the games. If you're listening off of the Facebook page uh, where we're going to be posting all this all over the place. If you want to get over to the game page, the place where the games are played on the Internet, go to www.thecouchpotato.com. Dot Wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagles Sports. That's a place where the games are played. And again, folks, if you want to listen to this game as your Rowlett Eagles are over at Cotton Bowl Stadium at Fair Park and you want to hear it live, if you can't get to the game or you want to listen to it while the game is going on, you can do so by using your cell phone. If you use your cell phone, you're on live with us with a two second delay. So you're right there with us and you can hear the play by play with myself and the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna by calling 347-215-7497 as we move into this year and it was nice to be back in the booth as Sonny Clark did not call indoor football as I took on a position with the indoor football league itself and actually it's champions indoor football. I took a position there as director of operations which unfortunately put me in a position where I could not be in the booth. So we had a whole season of indoor football where I was not in the booth calling games. So It was a little bit different for me as we are at Champions Indoor Football. It is the biggest indoor football league in the country now as far as interstate is concerned we're right there in the Midwest we got teams all the way up in Bismarck all the way down here to Dallas in our Dallas area where we got two teams the Dallas Marshals and the Texas Revolutions Dallas Marshals play right here at Fair Park now um, in the stadium over there and the Texas Revolution actually moved from the Allen Event Center and moved over to the Dr. Pepper Center over in Frisco go so uh just movements but you still can get to the games and uh enjoy football so once the super bowl is over folks okay If you are really a football fan and you want to see some good quality football, you want to see some good games, get to Champions Indoor Football. Get to the Dallas Marshals games as well as the Texas Revolution. They're exciting. They're indoor football. It's high scoring, hard hitting, fast paced action. I will tell you, you will love it. It's a great game as well. And plus, it'll get you into training camp. Uh, for the NFL, so it'll take you all the way to late June and uh, beginning of July, and that gets you all set for Dallas Cowboys training camp, which we all know, once the Dallas Cowboys hit training camp... You know, it's all about the NFL. It's all about the Dallas Cowboys. But also in this area, I mean, we got college football all over the place. I mean, we got North Texas. We have SMU. We have uh, TCU. We have all kinds of teams in this area. Um, So you can catch uh, all the colleges here in this area. And what it is, it's Texas tradition. Uh, You know, when I moved here, back here in 2000 and uh, moved here in 2005 I really did not think that I mean I I knew football was big in Texas don't get me wrong Um, everybody who knows anything about football and knows about football Texas knows how big it is but once you get here and experience it's not really just about football I mean it is the community I at mean, the cheerleading which my kids got hooked up on as soon as they got here um, and you know the cost of doing those kinds of things so there's a lot of things and it, you know football takes over and especially Texas high school football as we have not even had game number one of the NFL we've only had one game in really in college and we're now into the second week of high school football and we're already in that you know college atmosphere at the Cotton Bowl at Fair Park. So uh, exciting stuff going on. Now, guys, let's take a look a little bit about the game last year as your Rowlett Eagles were right here at Cotton Bowl Stadium uh, where they took on the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. The Eagles got a two-point victory in that game, and it started off in reality in the first quarter as the Eagles got a sack fumble from the quarterback of the... Rockwall Yellow Jackets. They were not able to get into the end zone, but they were able to get three points up on the fo- uh, up on the board. Then a swarming defense was getting to the quarterback big time out on the football field as the Eagles did drive another drive down near the goal line, then it was capped off by uh, Kobe Morrow as he pushed in for a touchdown. And then uh, late in the first quarter, Trenton Gordon had a pick. On the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, and he brought that ball to the 30-yard line of the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, where the Eagles were able to take advantage and get into the end zone. Uh, In the second quarter of that game... Uh, there was a punt by the Rowlett Eagles, and that thing hung. I remember this play very well as it just hung up in the air, and a flub for the receiving team got the ball on the ground, and the Eagles ended up with the ball on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets 46-yard line. The key on that that kick is that the Eagles had not were not able to move the ball on that drive then they were able to go ahead and punt the ball, get the ball back, and then they were able to move the ball down the field as then a Preston Weeks to Cameron Vitash, 42-yard touchdown pass on the far side of the end zone, went in for a touchdown. That gave the Rowlett Eagles a 24-12 lead, going in at halftime of that game then in the third quarter it was interesting as it was a little bit longer halftime uh but in the third quarter Jackel davis on a kickoff kick returned it 98 yards he got the ball and they kind of flubbed it it was jackal davis uh, uh, back in there along with another player they were thinking about uh handing the ball off and, and actually Jackel davis just kept the ball And he started on the far side of the end zone. He was going left to right on your internet radio dial. Then he kind of went diagonal towards the sideline on the closer side. And then got a lot of key blocks down the field. And he was able to scamper all the way. 98 yards for a touchdown kickoff return for the Rowlett Eagles. So... In reality, it was a big, big big-time thing going on there. And as far as the uh, offense is concerned, um, Preston Weeks, he was 87 yards, a touchdown pass, and that went to uh, Cameron Fatosh, who had three catches, 44 yards, for that touchdown. And Kobe Morrow, he had 17 rushes for 56 yards and a touchdown. So overall in the game, the Eagles get the victory... 34 to 32 in that game and and if you looked at the numbers you would have thought the Rockwall Yellow Jackets rolled all over the Rowlett Eagles and that wasn't so as total yards in that game came out to 262 yards for the Rowlett Eagles the Rockwall Yellow Jackets had 379 yards Of total yards passing yards Eagles 149 yards passing compared to the Rockwall Yellow Jackets 228 yards rushing the ball the Rowlett Eagles 113 yards the Rockwall Yellow Jackets with 151 the third down conversions were a big story in this game as your eagles only went three of 12 on third down now this is also a team last year that went for it a lot on fourth down they didn't depend on the punting game this was a team that was not afraid to go on fourth down especially within three yards so fourth down and three two or one this was a team that they had a lot of options, whether it was Kobe Morrow handing it off to him, whether it was an option play with Kobe Morrow and Preston Weeks or just Preston Weeks. So they had three running plays that they could get easily with on a fourth down and three, two or one. So they weren't worried about fourth down in short. But the Eagles only third, 3 of 12 on third down conversions. The Rockwell Yellow Jackets, they were only 2 of 10 on third down conversions. But it was story of turnovers that the Rockwell Yellow Jackets gave up one more than the Rowlett Eagles. Um, and uh, both teams had a fumble. And But it was the interception in reality which made it a big time place where the Eagles could take advantage of it and get into the end zone and in reality it became the difference of the game so uh, a big time game last week and we are expecting that same type of game this year as well here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as the Eagles are getting set to take on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets here at Rockwall Stadium so that for the Give you the background. That's what happened last year. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show that's being brought to you by Western General Contractors uh, for all your general contracting needs, whether it's, you know, your water damage, any kind of thing that will, uh, you know, be a situation where you'll need a general contractor, roofing, gutters, side siding. That water damage, which is a lot of rain lately, uh, that could be a problem. So check with Wesson General Contractors, Butch Wesson, my buddy, 214-200-5588. Get with him and he can help you. So we're going to hop into that break. And when we come back, we'll take a look at last week's game for the Rowlett Eagles taking on the Louisville Fighting Farmers. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Being taken for a ride? Check out Cost Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Cost Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on.
1: Yeah, but is it fresh?
0: This is Sonny Clark, Radio Voice, and your Rallied Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Bootcamp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Ralad Fit Body Bootcamp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. you can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-Star HVAC Contractors, serving rel 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, we are back here on the couch oh, Potato baby. sports show with me, Sonny Clark, the... Hardest Working Man in Sports Radio as we are here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets over at Cotton Bowl Stadium uh, in Fair Park. Now, this is a game where you take a look at the numbers from both sides of the football field and you get nervous. And you get nervous because of what had happened from the week before as your Eagles did take the loss last week. Uh, On the other side, the the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, they didn't just win. They won big. So the Eagles taking the loss, not scoring a lot of points. The Rockwall Yellow Jackets winning and scoring a lot of points is a There is a huge thing here going on when you take a look at the numbers in this game. And that's the kind of thing that kind of scares you as you get started looking at the Rockwall Yellow Jackets and the Rowlet Eagles here tonight. So as you take a look at what Rockwall did last week, that is an important thing. Because you're going to hear some numbers that will, if you were at the Rowlet game will have you worried and we're going to talk a little bit about that with Bill Cerna a little bit later on but let's just look at it at the numbers as Jacob Clark he's a junior quarterback for this Rockwall Yellow Jacket football team he was 24 of 32 he completed 75 percent of his passes so that, that number in alone is insane and then second of all, almost 400 yards, 399 yards passing, five touchdown passes. Obviously, this is a team that is getting the job done in the air and will challenge the Raleigh Eagles secondary without question. Now, rushing the football for Jacob Clark, of course, he had also had a problem because they You you know, he got in trouble and he was sacked, so he was actually negative on the rushing yards. But Lawyer Bailey, this is the guy. This is the one that is going to be the guy that carries the ball. 13 rushes, 76 yards, an average of six yards a carry and two touchdowns last week in their victory. Um, And that having been said also... Uh, Cameron Creighton the wide receiver senior out of Rockwell by the way lawyer uh, Bailey he is a senior as well uh, so they get Jacob Clark one more year as for to set up for his college but uh, you have Bailey as well as Cameron Creighton there seniors so Creighton with 11 receptions 200 and or, mark that Yes, 11 receptions, 214 yards. I thought it was a typo. Uh, He averaged 19 yards a catch, guys, um, for four touchdowns. So you're going to see the Clark to Creighton connection this week because those numbers alone right there could be the total of a game. Four touchdowns, okay? You are talking 28 points on the board between these two. And obviously, the Raleigh Eagles didn't even score 24 points last week. So that's something that the Raleigh Eagles are definitely going to have to keep their eye on because that is something they cannot ignore going into this game. As the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, they they started off really, really, you know, in reality, uh, kind of a, a team that was a little bit behind the eight ball before they got started. They were down at halftime 13 to 7. The scoring came in the second half, and the Yellow Jackets outscored Highland Park um 24 to 22. And then in the fourth quarter outscored Highland Park again 22 to 14. So this is a team that was behind initially and got back into the game. So that is where they are Going into this week against the Raleigh Eagles, so the Rockwell Yellow Jackets very much set up very well in this game. So that having been said, as the Eagles, they took the loss last week against the uh, uh, a team really that they probably shouldn't lost the lost against. That of course being the Louisville Fighting Farmers. Alright, now that having been said, your Rowlett Eagles last week unfortunately take the loss only scoring one touchdown in the game and that was in the fourth quarter while they were trying to get caught in there. Now earlier in the game they had scored a touchdown but it was called back on a holding call which in turn ended up in a turnover uh, for the Rowlett Eagles. So um, as you saw that game last year, um, Louisville Brandon Rolfe 64 yards, caught a tip pass in the end zone for the touchdown. If you remember, that was a big one. That could have been an interception. So really think about it. Three plays for the Raleigh Eagles. That tip, because with the way Bill and I saw it, we honestly thought that the Raleigh Eagles defender got the ball. That unfortunately didn't happen. Ralph had ended up with it in his hand. Then that pass over the middle on the... Uh, on the play where the uh, wide receiver got past the linebacker and a great lead uh, for the uh, long, long pass play. And then, of course, the horse collar in the back and then the pick six. So you see 21 points right there. The Rowlett Eagles were right there primed to win this football game, but they just couldn't get the job done. So uh, that whole thing. um, So... Looking at this game and where it ended up, uh, they were not at a three before the tipped touchdown. Uh, so that's when the whole kind of thing they went in halftime with score 17 to 3. So um in reality, as far as that is concerned, uh, they closed out its scoring with a 26-yard uh scamper there by uh Hunter. And Then the Eagles, they had the score in the fourth quarter, um, building off of that fumble that the Eagles were able to get on their side. And uh, it was covered by uh, Canyon. And then Chauncey Amos, he took the ball in for the final score of the game on a rush there. So that having been said, when he got the five-yard touchdown, it brought the Eagles to 10 points where they did not get the victory in that game. So when you're looking at numbers and you're looking at what happened with the rallied Eagles, Preston Weeks, remember he is your senior quarterback. Uh, he was 15 of 25, 60% uh, passing 127 yards. No touchdown passes, but one interception. He did rush the ball for 20, uh, 24 times for Thirty-eight yards. So, um, as far as where Preston Weeks was, that was his numbers. Dakota Gilly at the wide receiving position. Um, he, uh, you know, he actually threw the ball once as well. He was one for one. Um, it was only for two yards. But uh, rushing the football, he also rushed the football one time. That was the big one. Seventy-nine yards, a big time rush for him. And receiving, he caught the ball four times for eleven yards. So, um, as far as the guys that was making the play um, is out on the football field. We're going to be looking a lot at Dakota gily Also, for your Rowlett Eagles, Chausie Amos at the running back position. He had four rushes, 19 yards, but it was receiving. He had three catches for 62 yards for the Rowlett Eagles in that game. So, uh, a two-headed monster in the backfield for your Rowlett Eagles. Uh, going, in, you know, you know going into this season so uh you had to like what all those kind of things were set up for for the eagles going into this game so when you look at the whole thing on the other side for the Louisville fighting farmers just some some numbers that you could look at Um tyler urban he was 9 of 14 130 yards and a touchdowns. Um, also rushing the football on the other side. Hunter, 19 rushes, 91 yards and a touchdown. Eight rushes, 31 yards for Urban at the quarterback position uh, for that football team. And then Ralph, seven catches, 64 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Banks with the catch, 38 yards. Uh, McDaniel with the catch, 28 yards. And Urban also, he got one on the um, Pass play, uh, as he handed off and went out for the pass play. He caught a ball for ten yards. So the Rowland Eagles again. We talked about the numbers from the guys uh, from so so other players. Monte Lang, twelve rushes, forty three yards. Um, And the uh, other receiving, Jerry Evans, four catches, 23 yards, two catches, 14 yards for Christian Booker. Monte Lang, two catches, 14 yards, four catches for uh, Gilly, as we talked about. Uh, Chauncey Amos, three catches, 62 yards. And Hall, he had one catch for five yards. So... Those are the numbers from last week's game and going up against a big-time football team in the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. So what do we think is going to happen? Well, I I think it's time to bring on the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. We'll talk about what we saw in last week's game against the Lewisville Fighting Farmers. We'll also take a look and give you a preview of what we think we're going to see out on the football field as your Rowlett Eagles are getting ready to take on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, the Eagle Eye Bill Cerner will join us. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles Radio Broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer field. Contact Melvin Bullitt at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. In 1998, Scooters Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive-through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks, amazingly fast. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich, velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66, with a convenient drive-through, so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooters Coffee located in Rowlett. What makes Fit Body Bootcamp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special, Two Weeks in a Free Uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lees at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at MyChangLees.com. Pleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Visit nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special, two weeks and a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417 or visit them on the web at www.mitchellps.com Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done? Residential, business or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. We have built our business on quality for a fair price and good customer service but of course Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Some of y'all have never been there sound too
1: much. I don't know you're going to be the right
0: and welcome
1: back into the Couch Potato
0: Sports Show. It's the pregame show, and I got online the guy that is right there by my side, calling each and every one of these games that you'll be hearing here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. How you doing, Bill?
2: The hardest working sidekick in that booth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, uh, uh, all set for the big game. And, you know, we talked about... Uh, and I've been talking about it here in the pregame show up until we got to the point of bringing you on. You know, there, there's a lot of reasons why that this is a big game. But what we need to really kind of do is just take a step back before we even get to this game and go back to what we saw last week. As I Oh, man, do you
2: really want to?
0: No. Well, do you- I don't know. It, because... There, there's a lot of things that could end up happening in this game, and I bowled it down to three plays. And I, and I know I shouldn't do this because the game is all around. There are many more plays, but to start off uh, a catch in the end zone for a touchdown for Louisville, I mean, you and I both thought that that was in the hands of the Raleigh Eagles for an interception. Then you had the uh, pass over the middle, uh, just getting past the linebacker and uh, taking it down, then the horse collar, then the take in for the – um, touchdown, and then the pick six. You knock out those three, we're sitting right here, a lead Eagles victory. So, I mean, and like I said, I hate to break down on three, but those were three huge plays. One of them could win in a way using judgment in the end zone, fine. But the other two really are the ones that, you know, we've talked about last year and this year already. Uh, big plays, giving up those big plays is. A, it
2: just really kills the thing. Well, and there's a lot of missed opportunities on Rowlett's side, too, especially on the offensive side. Yep. You know, we had, there was a couple times we had guys open. Uh, I think the offensive line really struggled last week as, as Preston Weeks was scrambling everywhere, not giving the time that he, that he needed to get um, uh, the ball down the field. but. Uh, one thing, I, I, after looking back at that game, I think uh, what I saw a lot of was just uh, some a lot of inexperience, especially on um, the uh, offensive side, um, with the offensive line and then also with the receivers. Receivers, they just did not look very comfortable. I mean, there was a lot of missed routes, a lot of uh, confusion on there. I, I think uh, just, um, you know, a first varsity game for a few of those guys, I think it uh, it, it was a toll on them
0: yeah and you know and to say they weren't ready is not the right one i think they're ready i just think that um this was a football team like you said a young football team that doesn't necessarily have the experience together out on the football field also losing you know your 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 defensive player you know to start you know real early in that game that hurt, you know, as far as a targeting call. Uh, I still don't agree with the call. I think it was a, a, an overstep, but it, it was very obvious in that game that the referees wanted to get started early and have command of that game to where there were no problems later on, and I think they had a couple of miscues as well.
2: Well, and I, I think, what well, we want well, coming back to that targeting place. Uh, it wasn't a hard hit. It wasn't a violent hit. A lot of times that you see with a with a targeting, um, but the receiver Rolf, he, um, he he played that up. I tell you what, you could get him an Academy Award for that because uh, when he did get hit, he he um, I don't want to say flopped, but he he played the part that, and uh, the, the official was able to catch it. Uh, usually a targeting, you see you see some violence, you see some some uh intent and you're absolutely right there just wasn't that intent and, and i think that's what uh, bothered uh, coach steven so much was that it just it wasn't uh it didn't portray your typical targeting
0: yeah and that that was the disappointment there so like you said a lot of missed opportunities out on the football field a lot of things that you know happened in that game Uh, You know, getting down near the end zone, not being able to score Uh, a touchdown, being called back because of a holding call. You know, those mental things um, that usually plague a young team and usually plague a young team in their first game uh, in varsity as well. Uh, So we have a lot of combinations out there.
2: Five times in the red zone, and you're able to get um, a field goal and a touchdown and miss out on three other occasions, it, it can definitely bite you. And, uh, you know, it, uh, that's 21 points, uh, a possible 21 points. And if not, uh, even if it's a field goal here or a field goal there and a touchdown, it just takes the dynamics of a game a little differently than what ended, it ended up. I mean, it, the score is a 21 10, but when the sport is a late touchdown, to make it. Um, uh, to make it within a 14-point game, uh, you know it was 24-3 till about four minutes left in the game. So, uh, you know, at the they were just trying to fight to catch
0: up and just were missing good opportunities. Big, big-time opportunities were missed. I think I'm right there with you as you as you saw what was ending up happening. Now, let's go to the other side. As the Rowlett Eagles, you know, you know, before we get to the rest of it, let's go to the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. They had a game. They took on Highland Park, um, and this was a football game where Rowlett scored 53 points. But the flip side of that, Bill, is they gave up 49 as well. And so that having been said, I look at the Rockwall team. We're going to have to play some really good defense, but – Bill, if we're not going to score on the offense and we're not going to get production from the offense, it, th- this could be a long
1: game.
2: Well, and um, that game was a thirteen to seven halftime score. Um, all the scoring was done in the, in the second half, and you know, at the Rockwell was down with, by eleven with um, just over three minutes left in the game and was able to score two touchdowns, one on a fifty-five yard pass. Um, there in the closing moments of the game to, to upset the, the reigning state champs. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't have a chance to catch their breath uh, in the second half. As I think there was a total of uh, 82 80 points scored just in the second half between the two teams. So, um, you're absolutely right. We're going to have to get that offensive rolling. We've got to get them moving. Uh, and, uh, you know, what? Rockwell went up against a tough offense, and then for the first half, you know, defense did their part, uh, but uh, you know, it, uh, it could be a conditioning thing. Your first game of the season, you know, a seven-half, defense defenses I got worn down a little bit.
0: And it was actually 90 points in the second half of that football game as the, uh, the Yellow Jackets scored 24 and 22 in the third and fourth quarter, and uh, Highland Park also got on their 22 points and 14 points, so Uh, a game where it, it, it shows that Rockwell will give up some points Uh, So that's one of the things that we're going to have to look at in this game as the Rowlett Eagles are going. Because if you go back, go back into that game as well for the Rowlett Eagles as they took on Louisville. This was a football team where you you take a look at the numbers right across the way. You would have thought the Rowlett Eagles buried this football team, Bill. Uh, First down, Rowlett had 17. Uh, The Farmers had 11. Rowlett, total yards, 308 yards. Uh, The other side... 275 um passing was a little bit low 129 passing uh the farmers had 142 the, the rushing game was not there we called that i mean we, we sat there and watched a team that was really also trying to run the football talking about your Raleigh eagles and not having any success as well they just kept running into the wall and they just kept doing it and kept doing it 16 rushes only 26 yards i mean you're talking less than a two yards a shot um, as far as that is concerned. So big time numbers on that side of it. Um, so a, a total. Ru- so mark that. I, I apologize, Bill. It was actually rushing 179, but it was on 41 attempts. So they're averaging 4.4 on as far as the rushing were concerned. The other side had 133 with 31 r- rushes, but here's where it is. Here's the penalties 97 yards, uh, uh, on 11 penalties. The, Farmers had eight for seventy-five, but the big time two turnovers. Well, compared it's, to one turnover as well,
2: and and that's a, that's a glaring uh, point there. Uh, uh, Duck Stevens' uh, team has always uh, been very disciplined, and you don't ever uh, see a high amount of uh, penalties like we saw this last uh, uh, last week. Yeah. And there were some some costly penalties. Uh, you know, you mentioned the horse collar. There was a couple of pass and appearances. Um uh, so there personal was fouls. there, there was your yeah, uh, uh, personal foul and line conduct. There was some fouls that are uncharacteristic for uh, Raleigh Eagle uh, football. Um, so hopefully they can they can uh, tighten that down this week and uh, and uh, because with a team like Rockwall, you cannot give them opportunities. You cannot give them extra first downs. You cannot give them uh, easy touchdowns. You've got to come out there um, and um, and play an A-plus game uh, against this team, uh, especially with the the offense that they showed them at first week.
0: Yeah, and they're going to answer the quarterback because Jacob Clark, I mean, this guy was all over the place. uh, 24-32, he completed 75% of his passes, Bill, almost 400 yards, 399 yards, five touchdown passes, and uh, four of them went to Cameron uh, Creighton uh, he had 11 catches, 214 yards, and then you know the rushing yard, 76 for uh, Lawyer Bailey. So we're we're seeing exactly you know what's coming your way. You you have got a freight train headed your way. But the the key is is in, in this year so far anyway. I mean one game underneath our belt, but. We didn't see the rallied eagles in the backfield either, Bill. This uh, last year we saw rallied eagles in the backfield quickly, quickly, quickly. We didn't see that in game number one. That's what they're going to have to do against this Rockwall uh, Yellow Jacket team. Well, they're going
2: to they're going to have to focus on on the pass because uh, that's uh, that's Rockwall offense. So you know, at the, your front four is going to have to give uh, get some pressure on, on the quarterback. Or going to have a field day. He, he really will. Uh, you know, we we've seen the youth on on our. Uh, uh, secondary, and, and uh, they did struggle a few times uh, uh, against Louisville. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're, you're going against uh, a new varsity quarterback, where here, you know, if you're going to have a, a seasoned guy that just got done throwing for 400 yards. N- now, here, the official is 399 yards, but I'm making an executive decision because I think there's an extra yard somewhere in there. And we gotta give him
0: four hundred yards. I <laughs> gotta give him four. You gotta, you gotta give him four. But it, they just sound say, so much better. Of, yes, it does sound better, doesn't it? But that having been said, on the defensive side of the ball, Rockwell's giving it up as uh, it was uh, John Stevenson Jones. Uh, he was nineteen to 30, 379 yards. Five touchdowns, one interception, obviously being a big portion of that. Uh Brenner Page running the football forty two yards on five attempts. I mean he was averaging eight yards. He should have kept it in in his hands a little bit. Uh and then wide receiver uh, Cade uh Stoddard. He had ten catches, two hundred and sixty eight yards, Bill, three touchdowns. So if you know and we've seen Preston Weeks have You know, glimmers of being fantastic. Uh, We saw it last year in about four or five games where he just lit it up. And that right there is an example of what's going to have to happen because Rockwell will give up those points in the game. And you looked at it as well, they gave up those points early.
2: Well, and uh, you know what? You got to give Preston time. You got to get. Be able to sit him upright in the pocket, or he's not going to have that success. If he's constantly scrambling around uh, in the pocket trying to get away from uh, defenders, uh, you know, it, it's hard to uh, run your offense that way. I think also with that, and we saw it a few times last week, is that uh, Preston's got to see that defense. He's, he's got he's to uh, um, yep. recognize the defense that's been given to him. There's a few times that there was a screen screens where, you know, if there is uh, him, uh, the receiver, and one blocker with, against uh, three guys. I think, you know, he's got to be able to be so comfortable that he needs to change the play. He changes the play because uh, um, Louisville Louisville is ready for Rowlett. They, they prepped and they saw the offense that offensive Rowlett runs. And uh, uh, I think with Rockwell, because they're so familiar with Rowlett, they're, they're going to need to uh, uh, mix things up a little bit.
0: Definitely, fifty-three points scored by uh, Rockwall last week. Your Rowlett Eagles only ten uh, to get it. They gave up forty-nine for Rockwall. The good point, you know, Rowlett only gave up twenty-four points. It could have been worse. So that, so trying to find that positive thing to stick on. So you know, the defense did play half halfway decent, but gave up those two big plays. That usually those kind of things are the ones that end up costing. Uh, teams' games and uh, victories. So uh, looking at the standings right now in the Garland ISD, Naaman, Forrest, and saxey they both get their first victories of the year. They both score 48 points um, in their games uh, but the rest of the Garland ISD, the other five teams, they lost. Garland, Rowlett, South Garland, North Garland, and the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So, um, it started off early. This is an opportunity for the Rowlett Eagles to get to 500. And this would be, you know, and I hate to say it, they actually have to go out and have a statement game this week. Because even if they lose, Bill, they they got to put up you know, something that looks in a positive for them because they do have playing though the week after and then Fossil Ridge and those teams are not very easy to beat. It's almost like they're getting going into the schedule, you know, with a with the team. Then the next team is better. The team after that's better and then the fourth game, the team's better. So they gotta go up a hill against four good football teams outside of district.
2: absolutely and then you know at the you do need to do something uh, with this game. We thought that, uh, and we looked at this, uh, the Lewis program and saying, "Look at this is the game that sh- we should feel comfortable with." The other ones are going to be tough. Absolutely. Games. Well, well, we, we, I think we were all blindsided. Uh, this was a, a bigger than a Big Brother blindside. It was we weren't ready for this. Um, yep. But and and now you look at Rockwall. Rockwall is looking at this roulette game and saying, "Look at this is the easiest game of ours during non district because." Um, you look at Rockwell's rough non-district schedule and you start off with Highland Park, then you're going to play Rowlett, then you uh, have to go to um, South Lake Carroll, and then you have, uh, then you're going to play Tyler, John Tyler. Um, Wow, wow. At least two of those
0: two of those games, I mean, uh, you know, teams that you could talk very easy about winning the state championship in reality.
2: Those three teams, minus Rowlett, were ranked in the top ten. So Rockwell really put on um, a really tough um, non-district uh, schedule. Now, with that being said, that was the same schedule they ran last year. And you remember, they started 0-4. Right, so, um, uh,
0: exactly.
2: Uh, and then they recovered really well and did well in the playoffs. So, you know, they've, they've got a tremendous non-district. We thought ours was tough. Uh, theirs is way, uh, way tougher than ours. So I think they're looking at this Rowlett team and say, look, at this is a game that we can calm down a little bit because we got a big powerhouse next week. So Rowlett's got to take that advantage. They've got, to, they've got to go in there angry about the way they played against Lewisville. So, uh, and not only that, we always talk about it. it
0: it's, it's a rivalry, game too. Absolutely. And you can say the official rivalry, obviously the Saxony mustangs but this one, the over-the-bridge rivalry, as I named it, I'm telling you right now, is one of my favorite games of the year. It's at Cotton Bowl Stadium. It's that big-time game. Now, looking at what we saw last week in the Garland ISD, Naaman Forrest gets a victory, 48-6 to over Richardson. Don't get too thrilled. Richardson didn't win a game last year. Uh, South Garland, they lost 31-7 to to Royce City. Uh, Saxey got the victory, forty-eight to six over Byron Nelson, and Byron Nelson only won four games last year as well. And then, of course, you had the Rowlett Eagles football game. Now, this week, obviously, the Rowlett Eagles—they are uh, right there in Cotton Bowl Stadium. So are the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, as they are going to take on the North Mesquite Stallions. Both teams uh, have not won a game, and that's the game that starts at five o'clock when you get off work. So you got three hours to get to me. I mean, a late kickoff for the Rowlett Eagles this week.
2: Yeah, I I, I realize that. You, you realize my bedtime is ten o'clock. I you know I, I watch the <laughs> nine o'clock news, and I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get yeah. up in bed. So I'll be bringing my uh, my favorite teddy bear and, and a blanket and. Um, I'll I'll just warm up some hot chocolate, and we'll just uh, we'll just call the game.
0: Yeah, I would bring a pot. Of, we're going to bring the coffee pot. I mean, because we're going to have to stay up till midnight. We're not getting out there before midnight. Plus, you know, the start time might be you know adjusted, uh, seeing how they do get their time to practice. So, if that game doesn't finish in three hours, I mean, right at eight o'clock. Uh, they get a half hour to warm up. They're going to still get that half hour. So if they roll over, that game's even going to start later. So keep that in mind, Rowlett Eagles fans. Now, um, let's take a look. Saxy this week, they have Plano West. Uh, both uh, The Mustangs won and uh, Plano West lost last week. And then North Garland taking on uh, Royce City. Uh, Royce City won last weekend. North Garland's got to move out a little bit. So, you, you kind of get an idea of what's going on right now. Obviously, the the good thing as a team that is struggling to get their feet up underneath them to start it's a a good thing for them in reality that these games don't count toward district and where they would end up in the playoffs because they'd already be starting behind the eight ball.
2: You know, you're you're absolutely right. So I think you take these four district games and and you work out these kings and you, you you find that chemistry that you need both from the. Offense and defensive side, and uh, and uh, get uh, settled in for district play. But uh, you know what, you you need to really um, take something out of this game and really help it boost uh, as the season goes on. So you know, you come out and play strong against Rockwall, uh, and uh, you know maybe uh, sneak out that victory. That's going to really give them a boost uh, finishing up the non district schedule.
0: Yeah, and the non-district schedule goes on next week as the Rowlett Eagles, they're on the road. Uh, they are over at Plano at John Clark Stadium um, next week. That game is at 7.30. It's a Friday night game. Then our first Thursday game of the week at HBJ Stadium is Keller Fossil Ridge comes in to take on Rockwall before they start their home, you know, their district games with uh, North Garland and Rowlett on September 29th. So we got a good, we have a good schedule headed our way. Um, you know, playing you know good teams outside the district really does help because when you look at this, unfortunately, in this district, we're really only talking about three, you know three teams if you include Rowlett in that. You have Rowlett sitting right there. We don't have Rockwall to worry about anymore. So you got Saxby to worry about. You got Lakeview Centennial to worry about, and then the Rowlett Eagles. And then you got the rest of them. You got four other teams that will be battling for that fourth spot. And it'll be a big question on who's going to make that step because as you look at the teams and where they're going right now, the other teams, the other five teams, they, they it kind of it could end up like it was last year in the playoffs, but just a different order.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the way they they do the playoff seeding is going into a uh, division one and division two playoffs. So it just really depends. Uh, I think that yes. uh, Rowlett will always be in the in the division one tournament just based on the uh, school attendance. So uh, you know, be based on the school attendance for the top four teams that make it. The two lowest go in the division two tournament, and the top two go in the division one tournament. Uh, I think Rowlett is has the highest population. So they'll always be in the the Division One tournament.
0: Yeah, so that they'll be, and and obviously the tougher tournament as well. Obviously, because of the talent level that is there um, as we go. So a big week coming up. Another game at Cotton Bowl Stadium. Hey, this time we were on section. We were on level seven. This year, we'll be on level six, one level lower than we were last year. And those weren't bad seats, but we're obviously going to get better seats. You know, Cotton Bowl, I mean, we talk about the Cotton Bowl and what it's all about and the opportunity for these kids to get and play in that big one. Now, granted, this game might be able to bring out the crowd. There's a couple of reasons why. With the late start, so you can get guys and people out to this game. And another big one, Bill, in reality... It's, it's so cool at night right now. This is going to be a great opportunity. It's going to be great weather for this game. So we don't have to worry about a, you know, a mushy field. We don't have to worry about rain or anything else. This is perfect football weather. And it's at that storied Stadium, Cotton Bowl Stadium. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that.
2: Yeah, no, I think it's going to be an ideal uh, situation, and, and you made a good point. I mean, it's a Friday night game. Uh, people always seem to struggle to get there on time because of Friday night games and, and you know, it's 7.30 starts. So having this little bit later start is going to really help. The only concern that I have is that you're going to be playing a game right before us. So that field's going to get uh, trampled on a lot in that first game. So it, that's my only concern is how is the condition of the field going to be for a back-to-back game.
0: Absolutely, as the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots will be taking on the North Garland Stallions uh, right at 5 o'clock. So I'll probably even get there before that to get set up because I want to watch the game and my kids are there cheering. So I'm going to be there a little bit early so I can get the opportunity to watch my kids cheer as they cheer for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots over there. So I get the best of both worlds uh, if one team's not doing well, you know, if we get the other one. So um, so I'm going to be there early, get get the up, ready to go. This one is a big one. And it, it's very important, I think, for the Rowlett Eagles to somehow get to 500 if they can. Um, if they can't, they've got to show up and they've just got to look better than what we've seen last week. And, I mean, I think we'll see it, too. I mean, uh, as we've seen Preston Weeks be able to take that step forward in some games and have a big game, I, you know, I, it, it's going to pretty much be on his shoulders to have that big game, don't you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think he just needs... He needs to get the confidence of his uh, receivers going, so that way they can uh, uh, feel a little bit more comfortable out there. You know, with Booker and Gilly, you know, you feel so comfortable, and they look great returning uh, kicks. But you got to get them yeah. uh, comfortable uh, bringing that ball in uh, between the numbers uh, on offense. So, you know, he just got to get that get that gel going on between him and the receiver. And then the the big thing is that offensive line has really got to uh, buckle down and, and really uh, yeah. show its strength and give Weeks the time to get the ball down.
0: Definitely, because like you said, Weeks was on the run last week. I mean, those those guys... From Louisville, they, they played a good defensive game, by the way, and put the pressure on Preston Weeks the whole football game, put them into that two interception, you know, situation. Uh, so, uh, if Rockwell can't get to the quarterback, that might be that would be a good thing for the Raleigh Eagles as they move forward into this game. So, big time field, college uh, football stadium, Friday night lights, real lights, maybe a big crowd. I think there'll be. I do. I think there's going to be a big crowd to be of the game being later they can still go home get a bite to eat and still make it out to the football game don't forget also folks that when you're going to this game uh, it's ten dollars for parking and also ten dollars for to get in if you did not purchase your ticket early so just to let you everybody know what that's all about they don't take debit cards god take cash so don't be mistaken about that. So everybody, be ready for this one, Bill. This one's going to be a good one. You perhaps probably, you know, the biggest game of the season in reality, unless at the end of the season they're fighting for a playoff spot.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think this and the and the fax, will always be big games for uh, for Ralli, uh, Ralli football.
0: Definitely. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show being brought to you by Butch Weston and Weston General Contractors. Remember, for all your general contracting needs, whatever you need, don't hesitate to give my uh, friend Butch Weston a call and uh, he will get you set. He'll help you with the insurance. He'll help make sure you get the job uh, done by the right credentialed people and get it done right. So that's a good thing. Thanks, Butch Weston, for his. Uh, sponsorship of the pregame show So for the Eagle Eye I'm Sonny Clark The mm-hmm. gorgeous working man in sports radio We'll uh, see you Friday night Over get, at Cotton Bowl well Stadium get At Fair Park enough. Everybody have a good one Bye-bye
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, get, I get I get, I get best tonight mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, uh. Some folks want this Some folks want that Just try to get it Brush your ass and break your back You wanna be like Jones? We know you fall. Everybody ain't born to fall Seems like it's helpless When you're trying to turn crumbs into bricks Just to live this life Some folks sell a soul for liquor uh, Stressing knowing the game of life No, no, my people, not me I got to do what's right For that is my responsibilities And I ain't stressing, I need love and happiness Ain't got no caping, and ain't no death on my chest, Ain't I ain't stressing, I Ain't got no caping, and ain't no death my chair. Yeah. Ain't I don't i Come on, I i Come on, it. I come on. Uh, I don't deep more because it's from all the uh, That hypertension that uh, uh, keeps stressing me uh, Somehow that pressure builds up uh, so high You gotta die from something, but I bet it won't be from that Cause, Cause I ain't stressing me Love and happiness uh, Ain't got no it did I-